0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1506. I bought a home at 22. It was one of the most rewarding financial decisions I've ever made. Part one, by Jamila Soufran of journeytolaunch.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is a show where I serenade you with the sweet sounds of personal finance knowledge from some of the best blogs on the planet, with the author's permission, of course. And before we get to it, have you subscribed to our other podcasts? We cover personal development and minimalism, health, relationships, entrepreneurship, and life advice on the other shows. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you get your podcasts to find them. And I have a new author for you today. I'll tell you more about her after the reading. And it's a bit of a longer post, so I'll read the first half today and then finish the rest for you tomorrow. And with that, let's dive into the first half and start optimizing your life. I bought a home at 22. It was one of the most rewarding financial decisions I've ever made. Part one by Jamila Soufran of journeytolaunch.com. One of the biggest personal money lessons I learned in terms of sticking to your convictions and taking risks came from the investment I made when I was only 22. I put a deposit down on a new construction condominium unit in what at the time was a little known area in Brooklyn called Dumbo which stands for Down Under the Manhattan Bridge Overpass, and sits across the river from Manhattan. The unit, a 525 square foot studio apartment, was the smallest and cheapest apartment in the building that I could get, and even then it was a stretch for me to really afford it. I put down 10% of the purchase price and signed the contract before construction started. It would take two years, a lot of patience, and a lot more money to complete the purchase. But by the time it was all over, I was a proud owner of a condo at 24 years old. I ended up moving in and living in the unit until I moved out a few years ago, and I still own and rent it out today. Purchasing the unit 15 years ago was one of the most rewarding financial decisions I've ever made, and it has changed the trajectory of my family's wealth. Dumbo is now one of the most expensive places to buy real estate in New York City, and the unit has increased in value from my purchase price By 76%. Today, I run Journey to Launch, a platform dedicated to helping others achieve financial freedom. It was born out of my own experience saving and investing $169,000 in two years and making the leap from my corporate job to being my own boss. I earn money through financial coaching, working with brands, hosting a podcast, writing articles, and selling products and services on my site. That first big financial decision in my early 20s and how it played out taught me valuable lessons that I still use today. Here's how it informed my approach to money. I learned the importance of making saving a habit. As soon as I got my first job at 14 years old, I began saving. That saving habit served me well when I got my college internship. The money saved from my internship and from my work during the school year on campus eventually became what I'd use for part of the first 10% of that down payment. My mom and grandmother always told me that it was important to save something, no matter how little the amount was. even just one dollar out of a100 dollars helped. That always stuck with me. So when it came time to put down that first 10 percent of a down payment, I was fortunate to already have established a routine of saving and to have the support of my mom. She helped me cover a portion of the down payment, and I lived with her rent-free while the property was under construction which allowed me to save up an additional 10% to cover the rest of the down payment and closing costs for when the unit was finished. I still use the same approach today. I set a savings goal first, automatically save a portion from my check, and then put the rest towards my everyday expenses, rather than paying for my expenses and then just saving what's left over. With that mindset, I'm able to make saving a part of my routine and a priority. I learned to see opportunity amid obstacles. Back in 2005, the minimum multifamily home purchase price in a desirable area was close to a million dollars, which was way out of my price range. Discouraged, I thought I'd never be able to own property in the neighborhood I'd grown up in and loved. I'd even considered buying something in New Jersey since price points there were more affordable. Then one day, while I was searching for properties online, I came across an advertisement for a new high-rise condominium development in Dumbo. Even though I'd grown up in Brooklyn for most of my life and it was less than two miles from where I lived, I'd never been to the area. Back then, it was just an unfamiliar location extremely close to Manhattan with a lot of promise. Studios and one bedrooms at this new development ranged from mid 300,000 to 500,000, which was still a little bit too expensive for a soon-to-be college graduate like myself. However, they were much more affordable than the multifamily houses I'd been looking to buy. Once I went to the developer's sales office and saw their vision for the area, it resonated with me, and what had been a backup plan became something that I really believed in. Knowing that I had to act fast in order to secure a unit, I chose the lowest-priced studio apartment available. Although I couldn't afford anything in the areas I originally wanted to live. That presented the opportunity of looking outside the box and buying in an up-and-coming part of Brooklyn. I learned that you can find value in the most unexpected places. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, I Bought a Home at 22. It was one of the most rewarding financial decisions I've ever made. By Jamila Soufrant of journeytolaunch.com. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Thank you, Jamila, our newest author, to join our ever-growing list. She has over 135,000 dedicated journeyers in her community. And her mission at Journey to Launch is to help you eliminate debt, save more money, and increase your net worth so that you can ultimately achieve financial freedom and independence, a perfect fit for this show. So thank you to Jamila for letting us share her work. You can hear more from Jamila on the Journey to Launch podcast and stop by journeytolaunch.com for a lot more. What I love about Jamila's story is that she demonstrates how tiny habits consistently deployed can lead to big results. I'm reading a book right now called The Richest Man in Babylon. And one of the points repeated over and over and over in this book is to save 10% of everything you earn, no matter how small, and put it to work in earning more money through investing. This is the key to building wealth because your money is always going to be better at making money than you are. And the main thing you need to grow these investments is time. Time is the fuel of an investment fire. I had the mindset when I was younger that I would save and invest when I was making more money. I think this is the biggest myth we tell ourselves when it comes to money. I'll figure it out later. But the reality is that compound interest will not wait for you. She's too impatient and simply doesn't have the time. So I really commend Jamila here for starting so young. Yes, she made sacrifices, but living with your parents in your early 20s in order to save and invest is a hell of a lot better than moving back in with your parents in your 30s because you didn't save and invest. I also like the patience Jamila demonstrated in this investment. Not only did she sit tight for the two years it took for the condo to be built, but she also had patience to wait for the neighborhood to turn around and allow her asset to appreciate. There is always some risk to investing. But the longer time horizon you have, the more bandwidth you also have for risk. Well, that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day and great weekend. And I'll see you on the Sunday show tomorrow, where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.